Welcome back to the Greatest Day podcast. I'm happy you're here. And today I'm excited because we've got one of the brightest souls and smiles that I've ever seen or talked to. And we're going to get into some like self-care routines and just how we can, again, add to this Greatest Day mindset and live each day to the fullest. So we've got Ivy Watts. She lives in Massachusetts, I believe. Yeah. Let me just say a little, a few things about Ivy that I've learned. Um, she's a speaker, an athlete, and not just an athlete, like a serious athlete, like Northeast Woman of the Year, NCAA Top 30 Woman of the Year finalist. Um, she's a blogger on mental health, breaking the stigma there. Um, and she is the owner of The Greatest Smile on Instagram. I promise you that. So Ivy, thank you so much for being here and welcome. Thank you so much. That was just a very, very nice introduction. I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's easy. We, um, it, it really is easy when people, and I hope they do, we'll get to all the contact information later, but when they get to see you and just kind of soak in your energy that comes across, and I know it's on a screen, but it truly is energizing. So it's, it's great to be able to see that. Definitely, definitely. Appreciate it. <laughs> so, so today we're going to talk about just how you do it because it was enough of an impact for me just seeing like, and I know it's, I know it's Instagram and social media, but the stuff that you put out for people to benefit from, it impacted me months ago when I, when I came across your page and I've been following since, but so we're going to talk about like how you maintain your positivity and, and just the things that you're doing to live each day to the fullest. So talk to us about you. Just tell us about you a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, super excited to be here. But I am trying my best every day to be the best I can be and as positive as possible. But it wasn't always that way for me. I struggled a lot when I was growing up with anxiety and not feeling good enough and not wanting to be here anymore. And I never really felt like I had someone I could talk to because of a lot of the stigma that's associated with mental health. I always felt like I had to hold it in. I was afraid being labeled or judged. So I didn't talk about a lot of the struggles that I was going through. And then it was really a dark space for me to be in. And after being in that space for pretty much my entire life, not really knowing who to turn to, what to talk about or what to say, and finally getting out of that space and getting help and going into therapy, I started to recognize the beautiful things about myself because for so long, I didn't see anything beautiful about myself. I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. It was a really hard space for me to be in. And so going to therapy and doing that work for myself pretty much every single week was really important for me to start to see the light not only within myself but within other people and the world around me and so that was really the first step I had to take after being in a dark space to just start talking about the struggles that I went through to start working through some of those and once I started to do that I was able to see what can, how can I start figuring out like what other people are saying about me and how can I start to believe those positive things other people had said about me? And so I started this journey doing affirmations and affirmations have been absolutely huge for me. I'd, I count a lot of my recovery to therapy and affirmations. And I remember one morning I woke up, I looked in the mirror and I just said to myself, Ivy, I love you and you're beautiful. And absolutely didn't believe it. Like I almost got a little nauseous when I said it because I didn't feel beautiful. I didn't love myself. I had struggled for so many years with all of this darkness. Um, but I knew that I wanted to figure out what was good about me. I knew I didn't want to be in that dark space anymore. I was just kind of sick and tired of being sick and tired, um, for lack of better words. And so I just started doing this work and I would say these words to myself, 
every single morning, um, even when I didn't believe it. And then I would go and I'd write down in my journal, um, in my living room every morning, things that other people had said about me that they loved about me that I didn't believe. For instance, like people would say that I was kind, you know, just a simple recognition that I couldn't even say that I was worthy of. So I used to write down like, I love myself because I'm kind, even though I didn't believe it. But working through that and figuring out, well, why do people think that I'm kind? Like, well, I'm kind because, I don't know, I hold the door open for people or like, you have a really great shirt on today or whatever it is. I like to give compliments to random people. And then I started to appreciate those qualities within anybody. So then I should appreciate those qualities within myself. Um, and then realizing that those were great qualities that I had, I began to believe some of those statements and working in every single day and putting that effort in to begin to believe those statements. I finally felt beautiful for the first time in my life. And that's been something that I've been very diligent about, making sure that I'm writing down my affirmations every morning and I'm saying those positive things to myself in the mirror because it makes such a difference for me and my self-care and self-love. Because I notice on the days that I don't say it to myself that I do feel a little bit different. I don't feel as positive as I go through my day because when I start my day and I say, you're beautiful, you're going to go out there and do everything you want to do in this world and you're worthy of everything in this world. My day goes a little bit better, and if something bad happens, I can remember those positive things. But when I don't say those things, I'm going back to those negative statements that I used to say to myself for all those years. So it's important for me that to get out of that dark space, to do that work, be intentional about saying those affirmations. And I think it's hard because society really conditions us to think differently. They, society conditions us to be negative and not like ourselves because they want us to go out and spend all this money on changing ourselves and losing weight and changing the way we look. And instead I say that we say like society, I'm going to, I'm, I'm the boss here. I'm going to beat you. And, and I'm the one who's right. that I'm going to learn to love myself. I'm not going to buy into what you think is best for me. I'm going to do this best for me. I think that's really what's been important for me when I've worked really hard on my affirmations. Okay. Wow. So, I know a lot. <laughs> so, so many great things. So for the listeners, like go back, just start from the beginning and listen to all that again, and then write down a bunch of that because <laughs> like here are some serious gold nuggets. One is the affirmations. And I don't, anybody who knows anything about me, they already know my stance on affirmations. Right. I got the focus right. journal. It is part of my life. It's a part of what exactly. I think people, you're like, a, this is just a beautiful illustration of what that looks like. So did that happen overnight? The affirmations learning to believe them, learning to believe them. Oh, definitely not. Of course, it took of me, course not. Right. <laughs> it took a me week. a very, very long time. No, not a week. It took me uh, probably because I was in a negative space with myself my entire life. And I sometimes feel bad saying this, but I think it, cause it can come off as discouraging, but it took me a good year to really begin to fully believe them. And I think when I say that to people, like it seems discouraging because you do a lot of times we do want that overnight change and it's yeah. hard to, it, it's hard to expect that and then do the work and then you feel like it's not happening um, but I think for me because I had been negative with myself for like 22 years 23 years it's like a lot to work through and and try to be positive so I think we have to look at you know that proportion of how long we've been negative with ourselves and say that it's going to take a, it's going to take a little bit longer than a week or a month and that we have to just be patient with ourselves in that journey so I would say over the course of a couple of months, I started to have some weight under those affirmations, but I still had some doubts that I was even worthy of being just kind. And so it took me that, you know, that probably that full year to really say like, I feel beautiful. I am important. I'm worthy of everything. And, and say, say those statements 
and not need other people to say that as well. And that's a big part of my story is that I always wanted someone else to tell me that I was beautiful or skinny or smart or whatever it was. I was needing that external validation. And then it got to the point where when someone gave me a compliment, it was great. It was super nice to hear, but I didn't depend on it because now I could know I, I believed it myself. I could say it to myself. Um, so that was a big shift for me as well. But it does take a lot of time. I think it's important for all the listeners out there just to really, really be patient with yourself and know that your journey is going to look different. And it could take you a little bit longer than a year. It could take you shorter than a year. But wherever you are, whether it's day one or day 500, just to know that you're doing the best that you can in this active moment. And if you woke up this morning and you tried your best to be positive with yourself, then you're doing a great job. Yeah, I love. I really, really love what you're saying about the process itself because we do want things overnight. Right. And even even the affirmation prompts inside the journal. I've heard people say or give me feedback about. I can't write these. I don't believe what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I love one thing. And if you if if anybody listening is using the journal, um, I love what you just said. Like, start writing what people say about you. Like write down what compliments you are receiving. Right. That will start to, I think, like you said, it started to have an impact. Like, well, maybe there is something to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you're not fully believing it initially, the more you're saying or practicing these affirmations, the more I think you start to challenge the negative talk as well. Because you talked about you would wake up and there was talk. There's always talk with ourselves. It's either negative, it's positive, it's, it's going one direction or the other. Right. So if it's not deliberately in a positive direction, you know, then it's likely going in a negative. So, and I love the, I love the, it takes time. You have to know that you mm-hmm. said there was 20 years or 22 right. years of this like negative talk or outside talk about how you're not good enough or you're not pretty or you're not whatever. Right you gave yourself a solid year and for some it's going to be longer. It may take mm-hmm. longer and some maybe not some they'll pick mm-hmm. up on it. And that inner, that inner beauty or voice that they believed all the time, but just not quite, it'll kick in. So there's not really a set time to do it, but I love the illustration of stick with it. Like you really need to make it a habit and a routine and then it, and then it takes impact over the time. So love that definitely definitely yeah gosh I had so many thoughts from just your what you started out on um but that's okay let's keep going so I another thought that I you already hit on if I could show you my notes right now you've like talked about all the stuff that I was gonna pull out of you (laughs) Um, stole the show no I'm just kidding (laughs) oh it's so good um so it's in the routine that we're doing these things. It's the affirmations. It's the learning to love yourself and, and knowing that it is a process. And okay, I have a thought came back <laughs> and, and that it's not always going to be that way. Like some days we're still going to be down. Don't be fooled by social media. Don't be fooled by like, there's a realness to, yeah, you're getting to, you're much more in love with yourself now than you had been. Mm-hmm. That's still not every day though. Right. Right. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. And I think I try to be a very positive person. I try to surround myself with positive people. But I think that because society tells us to be negative with ourselves and because I was negative with myself for so long, it's it's comfortable for me to be negative. And so that's what a lot of times I will go back to. That's my immediate gut response. Um, If something bad happens, the immediate response is for me to be negative. So I have to really, really be intentional about doing that work to rewire my brain. But some days just 
you just have a bunch of negative thoughts and no matter how positive you are with yourself, like it just seems impossible. And so what I really like to say to myself and on some of my darkest days, I'll just go to bed and I'll say, you know, if I'm granted to see another day, true strength is saying, I will try again tomorrow. Today, I really, really wasn't that positive with myself. And instead of beating myself up because I wasn't positive and it was just a really negative day and I told myself negative things about myself, I'm just going to try again tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to wake up and try to be as positive as possible, write down those positive affirmations and, and work through any of those negative feelings that I'm having, whether that's talking with a friend who I know is always really supportive and positive or calling my therapist or maybe I'm seeing my therapist that week and it's always great when therapy lines up with those weeks that I'm really feeling negative. Um, so it's, it's important, I think, just to know that we can a lot of times assume that people on the outside look like they're doing okay and they're, and they're feeling fine, but they're, they're always smiling. Like I, I try to definitely be, but it, it's true that we are all human and we're all going to have those really bad days. And I think that that's when I was in the darkest times when I was struggling, people didn't think that they needed to really check in on me because I always just did have that smile. I began to hide behind that smile, but I think it's important that we know that we don't have to hide behind a smile. Like, sure, it's great, you know, to, when you're happy and smile, definitely it brings you a lot of great emotions. But if you're feeling sad, like, that's okay too. Like, it's okay to have those bad days and that just doing that work, being intentional about what works well for you, and then also surrounding yourself with people who know what works well for you and are also just going to be supportive and positive, I think that helps a lot through those bad days. Yeah, I, I love all, all of that. <laughs> and I'm a therapist, so I'm like... yeah. I'm like, keep just keep going, talking about therapy, please. Right, right, right. <laughs> Go to therapy, like keep going. So, um, yeah, just getting, the more you're open and getting in tune with just where you're at day to day, it, I mean, it only get, there's not, there's not a negative part about that at all. Um, mm -hmm. Therapy, like we need to kill that stigma too. Therapy is so rewarding and healing for people. And if nothing else, and I read, I did read it. You did post about this. It may have said the exact thing. Like I will try again tomorrow. Right. Um, so people need to not just look at what you're posting, but they need to read what you're posting because mm -hmm. there's some really real authentic and uplifting messages inside of. Thank you. Not just yours, but, but other posts, right? It's right, like yeah. on the surface. Uh, but it is that message of like, we're just going to try again. Mm -hmm. We're going to try again. Um, today. Well, I, so I posted today, people will be listening, mm -hmm. need to go back a few days, but um, <laughs> about, there's no such thing as a good or bad moment. Like it's, they're just moments. And so if we can, we can analyze like, what, what is this moment teaching me? What can I get out of it? And at the end of the day, how can I either recreate more of what I did today? Cause that worked out or adjust what did not work so well and then do it again tomorrow. That's it. I'm just going to do it again tomorrow. Right. And the more you're smiling and the more you're affirming these positive things, you will feel like you have no choice, but it just kind of lifts you up. Definitely. definitely. Like try to smile in the mirror and say <laughs> some positive things about yourself and, and feel horrible inside. It's still going to be there. It's, it's this play, but um, it's going to be more helpful. So I love it. Yeah, um, yeah. I love what you just said actually too, about smiling and saying those positive things about yourself, even if it's still, feeling negative on the inside. It just makes you feel better. And that's one thing I really love to do with any of the speeches I speak to uh, high school students and college students, particularly athletes, because I was an athlete myself, but I speak to all students um, about mental health, my own personal experience. And at the end of every speech, I always like to close by 
repeating positive affirmations together and saying, I am worthy, I am capable, I am good enough. And I make them say it twice. This is the first time. So I was like, oh, like, yeah, I'll just repeat these statements with this person who's talking to us today. But at the same time, I say, like, no, we want to be louder. We want to be intentional today about doing the work to learn to love ourselves. And there's always a really great response, whether people are clapping or smiling. Like, it just makes you feel good to say good things about yourself and then you know I can continue to repeat these things to myself and then I will begin to believe them and that's that's really important to work on and then I also really liked how you said about when we're going through social media a lot of times we do see celebrities or the people we're following that just look like they have their lives all together and I think it really is important to follow those people that are authentic and those people that make you feel good and, and don't follow any of those pages that make you feel less than that you feel like you have to compare to them because that does a lot on your mental health and you won't have that greatest day of your life you won't you'll feel more set back because you think that that person has a perfect life because that's what they're showing you on social media but there's so much more to that and I think a lot of the authentic people yeah that show their struggles maybe they might be smiling in their in their photo but there's a lot more to it in the caption so I think it's important that when you are going through social media just to have realistic expectations of what you want out of social media and knowing when you're scrolling through like if you're looking at somebody and they always look happy maybe take a look at their caption see if they're an authentic person that makes you feel like you can relate to them and if they're not if they really are just always showing that they're always happy and that's not making you feel good maybe that's not somebody you should be following and it really is just as easy as pressing the unfollow button and then you continue on with your day so i think it's important that social media to know that social media can be such a deterrent to your mental health if you don't treat it in a way that that's good for you and knowing what works well for you in that, in that sense. Total toxicity is absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know how many times I can put a stamp on what you just said, but I, so I've unfollowed 300, about 300 Mm. in the last Mm. 10 days. Wow. Um, and it's not even like their page is bad, but it's not the direction I'm going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I do follow a lot of other therapists and, and mental health advocates and positivity pages. Um, but some of them are just, they just, okay, this is great. It's positive, but it's really not adding like where I want to be. And then of course the obvious ones, this is taking me the opposite direction. Um, this isn't like get your rented cars and stack some money out of my, like off my page. I don't need, I don't need right, that. Right like for me, like, okay, goodbye. So I love it. Please everybody take, you know, we're hitting, um, just on a weekend, sit down, take some time and just go through if, so here's what I've been doing. I see the post and so I'll give like a few seconds to analyze where I'm at, read the caption, whatever. And, and then I just decide in the moment, okay, go and just unfollow. So I'm not going through like my follow list, but it's just as they surface. I'm also doing it with emails. I'm unsubscribing like crazy right now. If I see it, I'm like, like, I don't, where's that taking me? I don't need that. Unsubscribe. (laughs) See you later. So just simplifying your life and your mind and just your mental space for being super intentional about what you're trying to bring in. Um, You were talking about like knowing in a roundabout way, it got me thinking about knowing when to take a break. Um, I think you blogged about, I read, I think a blog from you about talking about when, like knowing that I need to take a break, knowing when to slow down, knowing when I've got the capacity to really push myself. So talk about how you kind of, you, you manage 
just where just evaluating where you're at day to day and when it's time to just step away and take a break from schedules or um, just just the day to day stuff. How's that working? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's I think it's hard when we're also go go go. There's so many expectations on us, and we're trying to get on ourselves too, and we're trying to get so many things done. And and I know for me, I'm balancing a full time job, and then I'm speaking, and I'm blogging, and trying to be on Instagram. And you want to make sure that you're producing good content. So there's so much that's going into it that can lead to so much stress. And I think it's important for me to recognize like when I'm feeling overwhelmed. And for me, that's usually just when I'm getting super agitated with everybody around me. Um, and I'm just feeling really, really low. And I can just tell that my energy level is low. So for me, it's really important that even though I know I have a huge list of things I need to get done, it's important for me to just take a step back and say, what's going to be good for me right now, whether that's just like taking a nap or um, watching a movie, just like taking that step back. Cause I know there's been a couple of months ago, actually, I just didn't stop for like days. And I just remember that my boyfriend actually told me like, okay, let's just stop and watch a movie. And, I, and then inside I was freaking out. Like I do not have time to watch an hour and a half movie. Like this is not going to work. But when I did it and I did take that step away, I felt so much better after because for that hour and a half or whatever it was, I wasn't thinking about the work that I need to get done. I was just enjoying this movie. And so it's, it's really important, even though we think like we don't have the time to take that break, it's really important to do that because otherwise our brains don't reset and we do get to that point where we start to, that stress becomes too much and it leads to a lot of those negative thoughts or other negative coping strategies. So for me, it's really just recognizing when I'm feeling burnt out and doing whatever that is that feels good to me. Like I like to exercise. Um, that's a good way for me to take a step away. But I will say that exercising now has gotten to the point where I'm working while I'm on the treadmill. So I have to like say, okay, Ivy, like you have to just put your phone down and just listen to some music or watch YouTube or, or whatever it is, because it's just important. If we're just constantly thinking about what we have to get done, we'll forget about where we go into that equation, where our mental health fits in. So it just, it's for me, it's, it's exercising, watching a movie, you know, even just like cleaning, like something just like that's therapeutic, that's completely removed from the work that I need to get done for my blog or for actual work. And even if it's like five minutes, it's just a good way to kind of step away. It's really important to do that. Yeah. You, so when you said it's important, when we're so worried about what needs to get done, we stop enjoying where we're at. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like I'm on the treadmill working my body, creating this just kind of movement and getting my endorphins. Like I'm getting some chemicals going inside. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling positive. Like sometimes, yeah, it's like unplug completely. Just be present. It's not always about the next thing you need to accomplish. It's not always about, you know, I got to keep creating the next big thing in my life. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, you know, I've talked about that with like the greatest day mentality. It's not about we really do live. I don't like, I don't live the absolute greatest day every day of my life. Like this week alone, I've had of the five days this week, I've had three rough ones. Mm -hmm. I'm not counting today. So maybe two good ones and two pretty difficult days um, where I didn't go to the gym. I stepped away from my routine. Mm -hmm. Um, and just kind of like you're sad, just like knowing, okay, I need to, I need to rest. I need to recharge. And then I'll be more productive when I get back into it rather than trying to push through every day and, and, you know, do so many things. You just, you just burn out. You do for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I think you also forget like what, 
what matters to you and what makes you feel good. And so it's for me, exercise has always been something that I've really been passionate about. I've always been an athlete. And so for me, starting to put work into that is not, it, it takes away from the fun that it is for me. It, it makes it more of a, a, a task that I have to do rather than something I'm, I'm going to the gym because I enjoy the way it makes me feel. But now if I'm like, okay, I have to blog while I'm on the treadmill, then I'm taking away from the way that it, it makes me feel. So I think it's important that we like really figure out what do I like to do and how can I do that without thinking about, or, or maybe you're still thinking about the, uh, the responsibilities that you have, but you're not actively working on them in that moment. So you really give yourself a chance to really enjoy that, that activity that you're doing. I think that's really important too. Yeah. Love, totally support that. So I, I see a lot of stuff that you put out as well. So I wanted to ask you, you talked about affirmations, which mm -hmm. I, am in love with. Um, and anybody that I've worked with knows the benefit of the long-term affirmations. And there's plenty of research behind that as well. So, but what about your, um, your gratitude practice mm -hmm. and how that goes into making each day kind of more enjoyable, more rewarding, fulfilling, really? Because let me read this and then you can respond. Um, another thing you wrote, e even when things are bad, there is so much to be grateful for this mm -hmm. so to me right there. That is, that is absolutely what this and my whole platform is about. It's not about there's greatness everywhere at all times. No, it's not. There are rough moments. There are difficult days, sometimes more than not. Sometimes we're really just trying to survive and get through so we can get some more rest that night. Right. But, but I love this. There is something to be grateful for every day. So what is your gratitude practice like? What do you do? Yeah. I want to start this off by saying to all the listeners out there, like if you think about gratefulness and gratitude, just think about the fact that many of us, maybe not all of us, but we, if you, if you do, you have the ability to wiggle, wiggle your fingers and toes. Think about that. That's something that we walk through our days and we don't ever stop and say, Oh wow, I can just wiggle my fingers and toes right now. Um, and so you think about the people that don't have that ability and then you just become grateful for that. And so something that was big for me is I never thought about that simplicity of like, I can wiggle my fingers and, fingers and toes. I'm grateful for that. So I would, along with affirmations, when I started writing down things that other people loved about me and beginning to realize those things, I started writing down seven things, seven affirmations, seven things that I loved about myself, and then seven things I was grateful for. And that's the practice that I like to do every morning. Um, and again, if I don't do those, I definitely feel the, the negativity more than if I start my day off super positive. And I like to write them down, but go, go, go lifestyle. I, I sometimes am very guilty that I don't take the time to write them down in my journal. So it's important for me, like even in the shower in the morning, just saying, okay, I'm grateful for all of these different things. And I think it's important that when we are feeling sad, that we do recognize that there is always something to be grateful for. And so just even the fact of I'm thinking everything is wrong in my life, I can say, well, I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. I have food in my fridge. I have my parents that I can talk to later. I have my support system. And so there are so many things that a lot of times we go through in our lives and we just don't think about, but there are so many things in our lives that we can be grateful for. So I have been intentional about writing down those seven things um, that I'm grateful for. And I try to challenge myself every day to write down different things. So it's not this every time I'm writing down that I'm thankful for food in my fridge. I try to challenge myself and, and go down to the, the smallest things that I'm, that I'm grateful for and just really 
trying to have that positive mindset and feel better about what is around me and feel grateful for the beauty within myself and, and in the world. Um, so I think it's important to, to take that step to, you know, practice that self-care and also to practice the gratitude. I think that helps so much with the, the positive mindset when you can say that the situation is really bad right now, but I know that it could be worse. And I know that I have all of these other things in my life that still bring me light that I still have in this moment. And that helps the situation seem a little bit less bad. And it definitely doesn't take away from the validity of how you're feeling. I just think it adds some light to how you're feeling and, and you know that there's other positive things in your life. Yeah, getting to the, even if you have to get to the basic needs of life, right. like I am breathing, like that's right. more than I thought I actually would be doing a year ago, or I have mm-hmm. a roof, or I have some food. And it's okay if you have to repeat those every day, but here's what happens. I have found it, I've heard other people talk about it, uh, maybe you can speak to it as well. But the more you create that pattern of thinking of gratitude, same for affirmation, mm-hmm. but for gratitude, the more you actually start to see. So if it is the roof over my head and a family to speak to and that I can wiggle my toes and fingers, if it's those same three things for a month, like I, you're going to accidentally find something else to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. accidentally be like oh I'm also grateful for that like your mind just starts to shift right. you see them more frequently you appreciate them more frequently so the power is in the routine right right definitely. I love every day yeah. and I'm with you every day like I'm and I can feel it when I don't do my I wake up I journal I read like I I feel it I can and I so sometimes I do it at lunch I take I step mm-hmm. away from things I eat my lunch and I bust my journal out and I'm right in the gratitude and, and then it just shifts the day. So it's never too late to do it. It doesn't have to be first thing in the morning, although right. there is some power to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anytime, and it can be to yourself, it can be in your mind. It is more powerful written, but whatever you yeah. have to do, then do it. You know, if it's right now, even if you just people listening, just stop for a second and think about what you're doing. You're likely listening to this your ears that you can hear on a a phone that's pretty much like a mini computer, which is amazing to think about. Mm -hmm. So so you have the ability or or capability to to even have the phone. There's just like, if you just slow it down, there's so many things. It's insane. Right. But we don't take time because we're too, we're too busy thinking about, um, because we're trained that way. We're too busy thinking about the, the bills that are due. Well, yeah, the, the bills are the water that you get to pay for. Right. The bills right. are the, like, thank you for billing me for this service that I get to enjoy. Some mm-hmm. people, they don't. Definitely. They don't have Definitely. the water. They don't have the food. Um, and they don't have the, you know, like knowledge just like this. I was listening to a podcast yesterday. Um, James Altucher. I think that's how you say his last name. He's, mm. he's brilliant. But he's he was talking about... Um, when the internet first started, like Google kind of started taking over the, the amount of, I'm going to say this wrong, but the amount of information that Google could pull up then, like in the beginning, like when it was starting, we now re- we now create that amount of new information in like 20 minutes a day, like mm-hmm. within 20, is that even making sense? Wow. So within 20 <laughs> minutes, we're creating the right. same amount of content that was available total. Mm-hmm. So there's so much new information that comes out all every day. You and I, we're, this thing is going to go up. It's going to be online. Like, and, and we're one of who knows how many that are putting new information out. So mm-hmm. 
-hmm. There's stuff everywhere um, to be grateful for, to just soak in, to just look at. So it, again, I, I love it. It's, it's in the routines and it's in this creating this habit. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, I think you bring up a good point too. And you're saying just like, I'm thankful for the fact that I can breathe. I didn't know if I was going to be here at this point. Um, you know, last year when I was looking, I didn't know if I was going to be here breathing at this point. And so I think it's also really important to very, always be thankful for your progress and recognizing and celebrating where you've come from and where you are now. Um, I think a lot of times, like even for me struggling with where I was, I never thought I'd get out of that darkness. So I celebrate the fact that I am here right now. And I think that's a big win, but I think it's also important for us to celebrate and be grateful for our small wins that, we, that we've done, something that we never thought that we would have done in the past we're doing now. And I used to have a fear of even having conversations like this. I'd struggled a lot with social anxiety. And so for some people that might be a really small win that now you can, for somebody that doesn't have that social anxiety, they can have a conversation with somebody or maybe they have a new fact that they learn that they can share and that's a small win for them. I feel like a lot of times we forget to celebrate those smaller wins because we're so preoccupied on our larger goal. But I think it's important to see those small wins and, and celebrate them and to be thankful for them in our progress because that's part of getting to our larger goal. So I think that's really important. And I also really liked how you were saying that we, you know, as you practice your gratefulness and you, it builds up, up on, on each other. And I think for me, you know, recognizing that I'm thankful for wiggling my fingers and toes, it builds into, I'm, I'm grateful, you know, the fact that I can move my body, that I can exercise, do something that I love to do. And then I'm grateful for the fact that I can afford to have a gym membership. And I'm grateful that I mm -hmm. live near the beach, that I can do beach runs. And all these things that continue to add up and things you really just, like you said, you just don't think about, you just look for your day. So I think it, you really can add on to something that starts off really small and seems like it's maybe not that Big, to be grateful for it can turn into this huge thing that you're grateful for all of the things around you. So I think it's important to start wherever you are and, and kind of go from there. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us, I want to be respectful of your time too, but talk to us about, so you, I mean, you, you're speaking like all the, yeah. time, all the time. What is different than what we've already talked about, but what is, what's this, the message or what's the platform that you're, going into these, is it colleges then? Yeah, high schools and colleges. Um, yeah, and I what focus- you, What are you telling, yeah. Yeah, I focus a lot on reducing the stigma associated with um, mental health issues. So when I go into the schools, um, I, I talk a lot about the struggle that I had with my mental health uh, my entire life and not really feeling like I had an identity because my entire life I felt like I was defined as a track athlete. Most of the people from my high school will still say that I'm Ivy the track star. And so I felt like I really didn't know who I was outside of track. And growing up, I had a lot of insecurity because of that. I didn't feel like I had an identity. And going through high school, struggling a lot with social anxiety, I always believed the stigma that was associated with mental illness. I believed what society had told us, tells us about mental illness. And so I was too afraid to talk about my struggles. And when I went to college, because I was so defined by track and because I'd always been a perfectionist and I always told myself I was either going to be perfect or I was going to be a failure, and the anxiety made me believe that I wasn't worthy of accomplishing my goals, I held myself back or the anxiety held me back from accomplishing those goals. And again, I was just too afraid to talk about it because I was afraid of being labeled or judged. And so my main message is that I want other students to know that there are people around them that really support them and want to help them to get to that next stage in their life and that they're not alone in the struggle. So I tell my story because I really want other people to know that there's somebody else out there, a successful student athlete that looked like she had it all together that was struggling. And so it's important for me to know, for them to know that 
know, that you might have that fear of talking about your struggles, but society has told you that talking about your struggles makes you weak, but society's got it all wrong because talking about your struggles shows strength. And so after struggling all through college and struggling with the anxiety and depression from not accomplishing my goals and, and having all that stigma and being in a toxic relationship and then struggling with suicidal thoughts, I talk about my entire process of how I didn't talk about it for so long and how it led me to get to that point but then how therapy saved my life. So there's a lot of messages that go into talking about the strength that you have when you speak about your story and how you can help yourself and how you can help others. And also the, the really the importance of therapy and how therapy really saved my life. And um, so I talk a lot about that and uh, just really helping and hoping that students will find the strength within themselves to get that help that they deserve. Beautiful. Like the listeners right now that... I appreciate your realness um, and what a gift to those students and to our listeners, because we all, I feel like we're all, we relate. And I say that personally and professionally as a, as a therapist, because so many people come into the office, to my office Mm -hmm. and talk about just that. Like I've never known I could even share this. And I feel so unique, like nobody else is doing, but everybody, everybody is we're just trying to get by data. Like some days it truly is like, I'm just trying not to, to kill myself today. Mm-hmm. If I can get through today, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I will, but we'll see. And so I think a lot of people, and I'm sure people listening right now are relating. And so I hope they hear your message of it's okay for one to be there. It's Definitely. scary. Like we don't, we don't really want to be in that kind of a place, but it's okay if we're in that place and there's other people to support and to help if that's professionally, hopefully preferred, right? That you're with a trained professional that can guide you through that. But if that's not available, then, you know, it's a neighbor or it's a close friend or, um, I put it out there. It's me. Send me a message. Like let's connect to something. Um, but yeah, there's so much support and power that's, that's out there. Like get that stuff outside of you. It mm-hmm. is the toxicity that's there. And, and you've talked about that um, even today. And, and so that's what you're sharing with these, these colleges and high schools is that get stuff out of you, get it out of you. Um, Cause it just gets, it just gets deeper when you're keeping it in. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's also really important. I have students raise their hands for different questions and then they can look around the room and know that they're not alone in the struggle. Like there's other people that experience that fear, other people that have had bad days or have had struggles. So I think that's really important too. And then when they do, you know, find that strength to go speak to a therapist that they, you know, can say like, I I didn't know I could say this, but I I do feel a little bit less alone. So I think that that's really important. Yeah. Well, and we've all been there, like in the classroom where you have a question. Right. You're like, there's no way anyone else is thinking this. I'm stupid for it. Yeah. Someone finally is brave enough to say it. And you're like, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Because I've been thinking it for, you know, how long. Right, right. I love it. Like, keep raising your voice. You, me, anyone listening, like, keep raising your voices to give power to the next person who is feeling like, oh, I can't say those things or I can't share that. Um, so if, if nothing else that we get out of today and you've shared a lot of wonderful things, that would be my thing. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. if you one thing, it's like, you're not alone. Raise your voice to somebody. Yeah. And yeah. If that person, it doesn't think, raise it to the next person. Like just speak up. Um, I completely agree. So many resources to be able to do that. Um, I think we could probably just go on forever and ever, honestly. <laughs> how, how 
but let's <laughs> let's talk about first of all if you had anything else on your heart or your mind that you wanted to share um for your sake or for the <laughs> um because i say that kind of laughing but um that's how all of your stuff started was it was a personal thing right like your blog and everything was like yes yeah. for me yeah turned into like this powerful platform which has been right wonderful. Right, right. Definitely. Yeah, no, I think it's been a really, really great journey from feeling fearful my entire life with sharing my story and now being able to to share it with so many people and and hope that it helps them. And I think that you hit the nail on the head that it's so important to just speak up to know that there's so many resources around you. If someone ever hits you with any type of stigma, know that there's someone else out there. There's always someone out there that wants to help you and loves you and supports you and that you truly really ever, never are alone in this journey. And so I, it's been amazing to to be part of this journey, but I think it's great now that there's so many different mental health resources that people are working to break down the stigma and being part of the puzzle, I think is is amazing to work with so many different students who have, have a story. And I think it's also important for everyone to know that their story matters. And as you go through your life, looking at other people's stories, whether it's on social media or real life, know that your story matters and it's deserving of being told and you're deserving of getting help. Yeah, I love the work you're doing to break down the stigma, and I and I think it's just going to continue to get better. I hear people talk to me about, I'm okay if people know I'm in therapy. I tell them I have a therapist, and then they tell me they do too. And I think right, that's, right. A that's a new place that we haven't been in a, in a maybe ever to where right. it's, it's amazing. Hopefully, it's getting more common that people are in therapy because it's not about if you need it or not. We all need it. We all mm -hmm. need some kind of outlet or some kind of support. So. Um, I'm not saying it has to be in an office with a therapist, but somebody connect to people, you know, like yourself and, and just what you're doing. So where can people see more and benefit more of what it is you're doing? Talk about. Yes, definitely. What you're sharing. I would love to connect with anybody who wants to connect. Um, so I am on social media, Instagram and Facebook, um, which is at beautifully simply you. And uh, Twitter is that's too long for Twitter. So it's just beaut simply you, which be confusing but uh if you if you find me on, on facebook or instagram i can direct you um, and then my website where i post blogs every monday is beautifully simply you.com and great blogs you guys like you need to go you need to go read some of these things and it's again i'm just repeating myself but it's just the authenticity like you are since like you see it i see it on you but then getting to talk to you and then reading and just getting the whole picture you're such a sincere authentic soul and i love it well thank you so, we'll link everything up in the in the notes but please do go follow you know stick, drop a hello to her like you know just soak in the greatness that she's putting out there um any any other thoughts or things you want you feel like you wanted to share no, I think, I think this is great. Uh, this has been an awesome time and I am like about to cry with all the kind words you're saying. So no, I, I think this has been great. It seriously has been, I know my pleasure for sure. Uh, <laughs> I know people, you said, I hope people are benefiting. I know people are benefiting. And if no one else, you're benefiting, I'm benefiting. Yeah. We're going to keep trying to impact other people as well. So um, for the listeners, please, um, when you listen, definitely open to hear some feedback, but if you're gonna share it, which please do share it, um, tag myself, 
at beautifully simply you um, tag Ivy in it and just get the word out and share. We're going to keep breaking this mental health stigma and, and that you can't be in therapy and that you can't have bad days. That's all bull. Like you can, and you should, that's where we grow from. Mm -hmm. But okay. Thank you so much for getting on here with us and sharing your story and some positive things that you're doing. Um, so to everyone else, keep coming back and make today the greatest day of your life. Thank you.